Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. There's been some some uh, like movie news going on recently, some relatively big news. Mm-hmm. Um, had a couple things in mind to talk about. One of them kind of like, eh. The second one kind of like, oh. And then the third one uh, kind of flying a little more under the radar, something that most people might not know about. And something, okay. pretty, something pretty cool I kind of stumbled across. All right. Um, so the first one, did you see they, uh, they named uh, James Bond 25? I saw that the that it got named, but mm-hmm. I do not recall. I know it has the word die in it. Oh yeah, I was gonna it's say James it's, Bond. It's so. very Bondian. It's it's no time to die. No time no time to die. That's right. Which, Sounds like it's almost a die hard movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is the funny thing because like if you take out the word hard from the last two die hard sequels, mm-hmm. it does just sound like a Bond movie. It's like <laughs> live free or die, like which is also just the New Hampshire state motto. <laughs> and a good day to die. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, fuck. Those are <laughs> those yeah. are those are Bond movies. I've really dug Daniel Craig as as James Bond. Mm-hmm. He's been a really good Bond, even if I didn't like all the movies that he was in. Yeah. Is this his last like official last? I, I, I mean, Bond? I I think it is because I feel like it was up in the air if he was even going to be in this one. Okay. So I think like it's like okay, yeah, fine, I'll do one more. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm grateful for. I didn't realize he only had four. Like this is his fifth one. And I was like, really. Only five? I could have sworn there were more. I think because there's so many years between them. Yeah, I mean, it's just technically been it for yeah since a lot like of years. 2006 or something when yeah. Casino Royale came out. Mm-hmm. That one was tight though. Yeah, I, I I know we didn't talk too much about it. It felt like one of those movies that we went and saw, and there was sort of just like a mm-hmm, yeah. non-conversation afterwards of about <laughs> Spectre. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was very bummed at how poorly used Christoph Waltz was. Mm-hmm. That was a real disappointment. Like you yeah. have the maniacal bad guy at your disposal. Right. Playing like a classic Bond character, like for the new generation. Mm-hmm. And you just drop the ball. Yeah. 100%. How? <laughs> How? I, I, it still baffles me. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I mean, it, I, it's been, you know, talked to death, but it's just like, it just didn't make any goddamn sense. It's like, what do you mm-hmm. mean you're behind everything? Yeah. That, none of this stuff seemed connected <laughs> until you brought that up. So hopefully hopefully this one's a little yeah. more memorable. Because I still remember a bunch of shit about Skyfall. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Even if it did have that ridiculous Komodo Dragons part. Where the like yes. <laughs> that, that crazy casino and he yeah. like drops the bodyguard into the Komodo Dragon that was... pit. That was, that's a pure like Bond moment though. <laughs> Just a ridiculous. Like it's it's basically the equivalent of that like sharks in the water that you dip someone into that mm-hmm. Austin Powers parodied. <laughs> it's kind of that, except it's like, all right, it's not sharks this time. Moto dragons. Yeah. We're going to well, switch it up a little bit for this movie. Not? And I really liked, uh, now I forget his fucking name. The bad guy. He was in no country for old man. Javier Bardem. There we go. <laughs> I was like, Anton Sugar. No. <laughs> yes. Anton Sugar. <laughs> no. Yeah. Javier Bardem. I thought he was really good as, yes. uh, uh, Silva or whatever. That was a he's good a, one. He's a great bad guy. He's he should be every bad guy. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> Almost every bad guy. Christoph Waltz gets the other ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. He was the only fucking good part of that Pirates movie. That newest Pirates movie. Where he's the like ghost captain, the bad guy. Oh, right. Yes. That was dope. That was like the only part of that I liked. I was like, oh, I get to see some more Javier Bardem <laughs> chewing some scenery and being evil. Yes. Great. But the bad guy this time is Rami Malik. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I mean, I know we talked a little bit about Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. just in general. Yeah. Um, I was a little underwhelmed 
by it. Yeah. I felt, and then he and then he goes and wins the Academy Award. I know, right? And all that, and it's like, because uh, that's like the that was the thing to me that really stuck out to me is like one, I wasn't really believing that voice coming out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and two, he played him like he played him like such an alien. He seemed very extraterrestrial, yeah. <laughs> and it was a little off to me. But I mean, he's also been uh, he's he's also gotten a bunch of uh, applauds for that. TV show he was on, Dr. Robot. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mr. Mr. Robot. <laughs> Dr. Robot. Promoting him over here. Look at that. <laughs> he went to school. He got his doctorate. So proud of him. Dr. Robot. <laughs> it's definitely a, a very Bondian kind of villain where it's like, you know that he won't be the like physical yeah. villain. Like, you know, it's like he, mm-hmm. he won't be the person that James Bond is fighting at any point. You know, I feel like he's really short. And I don't know why. I've never really looked into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could pull it up from the page for yeah for James Bond. <laughs> How tall is Remy Malek? Oh no, not Ramo. <laughs> He's five nine. Damn. Okay. Well, on here it says five <laughs> seven and a half to five eight. So he's between five seven and a half and five nine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah not a not a particularly tall guy mm-hmm. especially not up against daniel craig right so it's like that's an interesting not necessarily twist because it's not like james bond <laughs> typically fist fights his bad guys <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> normally it's more like a battle oh well, actually well now i'm thinking back on it he fucking gets in a fist fight with uh trevelyan and goldeneye uh but yeah at least not in any of the daniel craig versions yeah i don't feel like he ever really fights his bad guy he might get into like a gunfight or something but they don't really beat each other up yeah they have henchmen for that yeah (laughs) uh the other thing i I don't know if you've heard of it yet uh and it sort of relates to something that we were talking about Hmm. relatively recently but did you see they have greenlit the matrix four i did see that. <laughs> I know we were talking uh, before. You were all psyched that the uh, the original yes, was going to be in theaters yes. again. I saw the second Matrix in theaters with a couple friends, but I never got the the chance to see the first one. Mm. But I always I I loved it. It's been a while since I've watched it. But, yeah, me too. But I always enjoyed it. I did watch it several times. You think if a trailer comes out for that fourth one, are you going to be like, mm, you might want to see it? I mean. It would depend. If there's ever a time to strike when the Keanu iron is hot, they're doing it right now, which makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it it is great timing on the whoever studios. I mean, it's Warner Brothers that did them. I don't know. I'm sure they still own the rights. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They're not giving that shit up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so great timing by Warner Brothers. But I, story-wise... I'd have to see like what the concept is. Yeah, I mean, of, for one, like, since it was such a clearly defined like trilogy, mm-hmm. I don't recall how it all ends. Do you remember how it like end ends? Um, Doesn't Neo die? Yes. Yeah. And then he gets carried along the people in uh, Zion. In right? Zion, somehow like communicates with the machines or. He gets like plugged in or something. Oh, that's right. He gets plugged in and then he has that crazy ass fight. And it's the one time that he wins. Like Agent Smith has seen this however many times. <laughs> and then Agent Smith winds up calling him Neo. And he like is taken <laughs> aback. 
Uh, he's like, I'd, I've never called you that. Like, <laughs> and then Neo wins, and the robots all get pulled back because all of the like sentinel creatures yeah, that are, were yeah, flying yeah. around were just like they're coming for them, right? Well, they were coming for the people of Zion, and then when Neo like met the big like master robot creature, which yeah, Doctor Robot, yes, when Neo <laughs> met Doctor Robot, uh, he Doctor Robot uh, called <laughs> off essentially all of the sentinels, so they were just like floating around nicely, like waiting to see what the end result was going to be, and then <laughs> to pick their side or to see if they were if they were to kill the people or not and oh so, wait, oh so if neo died then they'd be like all right well we're taking your people or like if neo lost yes if if neo had lost because he he died but right, he still but won, he won the fight right 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 yeah that was like part of the thing it's like he they killed him yeah but he won so the machines were called off i'm, I'm like vaguely pieces and pictures are his eyes got burned out back into oh oh right and then he, he wears a bandana over him like <laughs> Like a fucking oh, like uh, like Kenshi from Mortal Kombat, the blind fighter who just his like thing is over his eyes, so then he just fucking kicks your ass <laughs> without sight. <laughs> from what I saw, it's Keanu Reeves signed on, mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss signed on, mm-hmm. and a- apparently just Lana Wachowski of the two of them. I guess just one of them, uh, at least as for now. I assumed it would have said the Wachowskis if both yeah. of them had, but it only specified Lana, and I was like. Hmm. Okay, seems yeah. odd to do so yeah. much in your career together, and then to and then not... and then for the fucking like re yeah re almost I guess rebooting of mm-hmm. your most famous fucking thing that one of them. Didn't... I mean, I guess at that point maybe you just don't even want to deal with it anymore. Like you've been through so much, mm-hmm. so much Matrix related shit that it's like you know what I'm cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll you, sit out. You can do this one. Go yeah, for you it. Got it. You know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was both like completely out of the blue to me but at the same time like we were talking about where it's like it's the it's keanu's mm-hmm. the keanu sans yeah. whatever you want to call it <laughs> where it's like okay yeah if you're gonna get stuff like if we're if we're ever getting speed three it's now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um oh god that would be great i would so go and see a speed three i never saw speed two speed two is garbage speed two has nothing to do with keanu keanu's not in it okay it's uh it's sandra bullock and um fuck i'm gonna forget his name scott speedman i think but he's okay. just another another dark haired white guy <laughs> who and the but the bad guy's Willem Dafoe. Nice. Uh, what a waste of Willem Dafoe in a yeah. in a Keanu less speed movie. There's like yeah. no need for that. So speed three I would totally be down for. Can you know, only imagine the kind of villain you could get for it now. <laughs> imagine like a Jeff Bridges villain or something like that. Oh Christoph Waltz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Rami Malik, apparently. <laughs> I did have a I didn't have a full plot. But I had an idea for Speed Three, oh. where uh, where it would be since he's such a great actor and he's done so much since then to bring him back. But to have Jeff Daniels play Harry <laughs> as a bad guy, like he survived <laughs> the first movie yeah. somehow, and uh, blames you know Jack for putting him in that scenario, so he comes back and he's the fucking bad guy. That would be cool, especially yeah. if you didn't know it was him yeah. at all, like none of the marketing. And maybe mm-hmm. even like 45 minutes into the movie, you're still kind of in the dark as to who the bad guy is. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, holy shit, <laughs> Jeff fucking Daniels. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Bringing the Matrix sort of back, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's like, again, like I said, kind of out of the blue, kind of like a, an inevitability. Mm, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, I, I felt like that franchise was just was going to be just like laid to rest. 
simply because I feel like it's one of the like one of those untouchables in terms mm-hmm. of remakes. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like not so much in terms of like it's one of it's so good, mm-hmm. but it's just so unique. Yeah. That it's like if you try to do it again, it's like it's just going to be aping the style of the Wachowskis from that movie. You know, you could yeah. never make that movie in a different way than it was already made. Yeah. You know, it, it's like technically you could make Casablanca a different way. Yeah. And have it be still be pretty good or whatever, mm-hmm. but not have it just be like, I mean, people would still reject it outright, <laughs> <laughs> but it could still stand on its own. Right. As like a, an interpretation of that story. Mm-hmm. But with the Matrix, it's like you could never separate yeah. the two. It's yeah. it's so it's such a it was such a landmark movie mm-hmm. that it's like uh uh-uh, uh not a yeah. chance. It's like Jurassic Park. You'll never get a remake of Jurassic Park. You'll like they'll do the yeah. Jurassic World reboot kind of shit. They'll keep yeah. sequels going. They'll they, you could never remake Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, never say never. You know, and eventually, <laughs> like forty years from now, people will forget about the Spielberg classic and. So then they'll remake it and then all the old folks will be like, you know, you should have seen that original yeah. Jurassic Park. It runs circles around this one. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the Matrix was just like it had its thing. And there you go. Yeah, like but, that, that was it. Yeah. Like, there, there is no other. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I know that there was that uh, animated series, the Animatrix. Right. Which like. Okay, so that's part of the story, too. But that came out, you know, like right around then. That's not like it came oh, out yeah. like a million years later. But, yeah, that, that franchise seems super dead to me. Yeah. And not like, it's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, like. No, like it, it's complete. Yeah, like it did okay. its thing and it's cool. Yeah, it had its beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, this one, this will this will be interesting. I mean. Yeah, definitely have to keep an eye out for future developments. Yeah, I to, mean. To make a more firm decision on whether or not I'll see it. Yeah, I mean, just just thinking about, like. The third one came out in like 2003. Just imagine the Matrix special effects they can do now. Like that's going to be pretty fucking wild. And I wonder if they're going to de-age everybody. Yeah. I mean, mean, because considering exactly it's like for one, it would make sense in terms of like just it's I know everyone likes to say Keanu doesn't age, Mm -hmm. but he very clearly is much older than he was. then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like he still looks great. Yeah. But. So it's like, I guess it depends exactly how they're playing it, mm-hmm. how much of this and thinking how much of it is going to take place in the Matrix, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. in that sort of thing where it's like, in that case, nobody's even going to give a shit if it looks a little goofy, yeah. you know, if, if the technology yeah, you're in the Matrix, exactly, it's, like the it's, Matrix. Already, it's computer generated. Yeah, that's kind of exactly what I was talking about in wanting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like doing a sequel years later, but being like, fuck it, yeah. kick it back. Make it just shortly after the last movie mm-hmm. so that when you watch them, it doesn't feel like you're watching three movies that came out in a short period of time. And then what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, 20 years later. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's another one of those things with uh, with Scream. Whereas mm-hmm. like Scream 3 was 2000. Yeah. Scream 4 was 2011. Like not just in terms of era, but mm-hmm. how old everyone was, just how much different it even looks yeah. as a film. Like the technology changing from then to now. Like I bet mm-hmm. you that was shot a lot on digital. Back then it was all shot on film. So it's oh, like yeah. it's just going to have a different look. So it's like, geez. So in this <laughs> case, it'd be really cool to kick it back and be yeah. like, no, yeah, this story takes place in our time, 2005 or something crazy <laughs> like that. That'd be pretty cool. But one thing that is a little troubling, and I, I will admit there might be a very easy answer to this because I don't remember how that third one ended, mm-hmm. but that there's no... Uh, no confirmation on Lawrence Fishburne. Like, is was was he pretty definitively done at the end of that? Was it like, and now I'm 
off to be with my people <laughs> or something like he, that. Or he die or something. I don't know. I remember that he was in uh, Zion. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember how his storyline wrapped up. Mm -hmm. It would just be really, it would be a shame to I, not have him back. I'm wondering if it's just a scheduling thing at the moment because he's on that show Blackish. So, mm -hmm. well, I mean, they they do favors for folks all the time on those shows where it's like, oh, Uncle Jimmy went on vacation. So he's not mm -hmm. going to be in like 10 to 12 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they yeah. could do that. They could do something for him, especially for the Matrix. Come on. Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to. If they have any reason to bring Hugo Weaving back. I mean, you'd almost have to, I think. I, it's, I mean, it's, it's I guess the... I guess not because of how the third one ended. Yeah. With him defeating Agent Smith. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I'm like, as I continue remembering the movie, <laughs> I'm like 80 percent sure that they like all exploded. <laughs> like he just did, exploded he... <laughs> to goo. Like, <laughs> no, just like disintegrate, explode. Like mm -hmm. it, they explode into light and. I'm pretty sure that that explosion is what kills Neo in the Matrix and then therefore in the real world. In the real world. Gotcha. I wonder, I mean, considering the fact that, you know, if I guess if Neo being dead somehow isn't the end of his story, mm -hmm. at the very least, the destruction of all those Agent Smiths might, might as well be the end of the whole Agent Smith kind of, yeah. you know, arc. Probably wonder that if they're thinking like, okay, let's see. If this really is as big of a thing these mm -hmm. days as it was back then, mm -hmm. give it another movie. And then if it's successful, be like, oh, by the way, we were planning a secret new trilogy. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it, it, it instead of continuing the old arcs, mm -hmm. we'll be starting new there's, ones. There's a new enemy. Yeah, exactly. I, I bet you that's probably where they're going with it. Yeah. Because I don't know... I don't remember how all of the like crazy like programming and stuff in the matrix for the agents works. Because mm -hmm. there's like, weren't they like a virus or I um no or is that what he calls no them? agent Smith uh, calls humans a virus right okay um but there were other there were like at least two other agents were, the, were they named I they have they have <clears throat> names I just don't know what they are. Because they eventually didn't matter because the Agent Smith <clears throat> took over. Yeah. And so he started like cloning himself in with the other agents and mm -hmm. whatnot. So I don't know if like like if those other agents would have any role mm -hmm. in the new movie. I mean or it, if they would abandon the agents altogether. I was gonna say though, it's like if they do that, it's like, man, that was such a such a part of the aesthetic of those movies was that black suited mm -hmm. like g-man looking bad guy yeah where it's like if you turn it into something else it's like i wonder how people would react to that yeah if the bad guys were suddenly not mm -hmm. agents it's like wait a minute or now they're like new kinds of agents super slim fit yeah. suits <laughs> <laughs> those like square bottom ties like what the fuck bunch hey, of hipsters hipster agents? <laughs> yeah, goddamn hipsters Duh, they must be defeated yeah <laughs> But yeah, that one's that's, yeah, that's that's something fun to look out for. I, I'm normally not well. I bet you if I think about it, I'm gonna contradict myself. But I'm normally not <laughs> that big on the whole like legacy movie sequel. So many years later, like I know mm -hmm. they released all that footage and a trailer and stuff for the the, the Top Gun sequel that now is finally oh gonna come God. out, and I'm like, don't care. Yeah, I'm very Jay Cutler about it. <laughs> don't care. But yeah, this one is a little bit more down my 
avenue even if i didn't mm-hmm. really like those sequels that much yeah like, i still really like that first one so it's like i'm down i'm down to, to see what it's like yeah see what they bring to the table now plus you know keanu yeah i mean you have to feel a little bit like maybe a little bit bad for the wachowskis simply because like you know they put out the matrix everyone was like oh my god mm-hmm. and then I mean, I'll definitely get the order wrong, but it's like they had a speed racer and everyone was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, shit, you didn't like that? And it's like, no, nobody liked it. And I mean, a bunch of people yeah. eventually sort of found it like more of a cult thing. But in terms of when it came out, people were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it's like, oh, geez, sorry. And then I was like, what about uh, what about Cloud Atlas? Where it's taking place, you know, across five different universes and pe- people play, you know, six different parts with sometimes tom hanks is asian and you know all this sort of craziness like you guys like that do you like that And everyone's like no stop scaring us yeah this is getting weird (laughs) and then i think they did that uh oh god it was called like jupiter ascending or something with channing tatum and uh eddie redmayne as this like ridiculously (laughs) camp bad guy and people are just like wachowskis cut it out yeah (laughs) this is just getting fucking weird like they've tried to do a ton of i mean obviously speed race is based on something but like they've been trying to do a ton of like original shit Mm -hmm. ever since they did the matrix and then now finally it's come back to like all right fine we'll do the matrix (laughs) (laughs) you know at least lana will yeah um but the the last thing that i kind of stumbled across because there was a bunch of uh there's been a bunch of like trailers really you know there's always trailers being released right. but there were a bunch of trailers released little teasers for things that are to come mm-hmm. i watched a handful of them none of them really popped okay. all that much i was just kind of like oh, okay mm-hmm. but one of them struck me first of all i mean I'll, i'm always kind of on the lookout like if there's a trailer for something and it says like drama i'm like mm. and i'd have to really like sort of be like oh this person's in it uh, maybe i'll check it out or mm-hmm. you know this or even for like action movies or things like that. If it's something that I haven't really heard of, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it unless there's something that kind of grabs me. Yeah. But I do kind of try to make a point to watch horror movie trailers because mm-hmm. of how little press they get in general. So it's like if yeah. I'm going to find something, I kind of have to look for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the award ceremonies will tell me, you know, drama that's going to be coming <laughs> out. But the horror movies, you got to find that on your own. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw it, I sort of stopped cold and I was just like, it's like, oh no, did somebody steal Kevin Smith's Killer Moose movie idea before he got to do Moose Jaws? You know, aghast <laughs> because his horror movie title was Antlers. Oh. And I was like, oh fuck no. <laughs> but so I, I clicked on it and I watched the trailer and it was really, it was kind of interesting. It kind of caught my attention. Basically the trailer, you see it and it's uh, it's like a kid telling a story like a fairy tale that he wrote because okay. inner cut they have shots of him like holding a piece of paper in a classroom so he's he's reading mm-hmm. his story that he wrote mm-hmm. but he's talking about you know this uh this family of bears and there's big bear and there's little bear and there's baby bear and one day big bear and baby bear you know they get sick and they get meaner and angrier and middle bear has to keep them in the cave so that they don't go out and hurt anybody and it's like oh whoa, whoa. like for, yeah. for a kid so it's like oh, what are you talking about there kid there's clearly some subtext going on yeah and uh the uh the teacher it I, I forget her name i think it's carrie russell actually but the teacher you know his teacher kind of like oh you know he's clearly something's up mm-hmm. at home and she goes to investigate uh you know being the 
helpful, caring teacher that she is. Right. And since it's a horror movie, that's a terrible idea. Right. And Never you know, be helpful in a horror movie. Exactly. Good Samaritans get it the worst. <laughs> you know, there's some shots and it's clearly, you know, a, a monster movie sort mm-hmm. of thing. The antlers aren't really a huge motif in the trailer, so to speak. You know, it's like you don't really see it mm-hmm. or anything. So it's like it's assumed sort of what the creature looks like. Yeah. At least until you read the short story that it's based on. Oh. Because it's a short story. Uh, did you ever hear the show uh, Channel Zero? No. I think it was on sci-fi or something like that. Okay. Um, but essentially what they would do is they would take scary stories from the internet mm-hmm. and turn them into seasons of like a horror show. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. So like, but one of the guys who wrote it wrote this short story and I'm not going to like read the whole thing or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, it's, I, j- I at least just want to get, cause I'll, I'll post like the link to it yeah, onto Facebook and whatnot for anyone else to read it. If they, if they think it sounds interesting, mm-hmm. um, Guernica, GuernicaMag.com is, uh, is where it was like published. Um, but it's Nick and Tosca. And the story is called The Quiet Boy. Okay. And it's, uh, they use like a little snippet of a paragraph from the story in like right under the title. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll at least read out that. So it's like, oh man, but you know, kind of, kind of yeah. feeling the vibe from that trailer. It's like, but there was no goal because, oh, and another thing too, I don't know why they change it. I don't know why <laughs> movies change tiny little things from the story. <clears throat> it bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. In the story, it's a story of wolves. In the movie, right. they change it to bears. Whatever. It's just like, it immediately is like, oh wait. But yeah, but there was no Goldilocks in his story. There were only the wolves who lived together in a cave above a town. Big wolf, middle wolf, and little wolf. Big wolf was a brute. Little wolf was timid. Middle Wolf was the peacemaker. It's like that's obviously that those aren't his words from the mm-hmm. story, but yeah, but yeah, I, I had seen that trailer and I thought it was pretty interesting. And as usual, uh, in the comment section underneath it, somebody was like, "Yeah, and if that looks cool, you should check out the short story it was adapted from." Because yeah. it doesn't say that anywhere at all. Like I even went to the uh, mm-hmm. Wikipedia page for the movie, yeah, and it makes no mention that it's based on what? like a short story. That's it. It has like a based on a story by and then the author's name. Okay, but it doesn't tell you what the story is. Yeah, and it's like God damn it, I want to know what <laughs> what is it based on. And so someone put the link to it, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll I'll take a look. I'll see what it what it is because as much as I like fiction, horror, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I am very critical of it, like right off the bat, where it's like kind of uh, suspicious that it's not <laughs> going to be nearly as scary as it wants yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily, again, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's like bone chilling, <laughs> but it is a really fun little story. And I loved the way that it ended. And it, somebody, they didn't spoil it in the mm-hmm. comments, but they just specifically mentioned like, oof, that ending. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, geez, okay, I hope that didn't really wreck anything. Yeah. But it's like once you get there, it was like, oh, yeah, oof, that ending. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a really good one. And I did a tiny bit more digging. <clears throat> okay. And I was able to find a draft of the script nice. for Antlers. Uh, it was a while ago, I believe it was before the current director signed on. Okay. And he specifically did a, a pass of the script himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, very well. Could be a bunch of changes to it. Yeah. Uh, but I was very bummed because it's like, 
obviously if you hear oof what an ending mm-hmm. you know it's probably not like oh yeah and there's rainbows and yeah. sunshine and bunny rabbits and whatever everyone was cured and everyone's happy <laughs> yeah so it's like you know that something not great will probably go down right and in the script basically makes the ending of the story like the end of the second act of the movie what so it's like it and like it, the real story ended there Mm-hmm. but they changed one thing about it so that the story could keep going and they kept it going. So it's like, okay, at least they didn't just make that the ending mm-hmm. and ruin it. They came up with the, they ruined it, but then made a whole bigger chunk of movie to go. So it's kind of, you know, separate from the, the, the original piece, mm-hmm. but it is a bit of a bummer that like they purposefully kind of sidestepped the ending to the story. Because I, I would absolutely recommend reading it because it's like, mm-hmm. f- to me, I, I know I'm, I'm a pretty fast reader, but to me it was probably like 10 minutes. So it's like it probably wouldn't take people who just like hang out and leisurely read it more than like 20, 25 minutes, something like mm-hmm. that. It's it's a quick moving little story um, based on the trailer. It, it, it was a really weird sequence of events because <laughs> it's like I watched the trailer and I got kind of interested in the story. Mm-hmm. And then I read the story and I was like, oh man, this was, this was pretty fun. <laughs> and then I went back and I watched the trailer and I was like, but I'm not sure how they got this movie out of it. Like mm-hmm. I get it, it. It's not like it's completely yeah. foreign, but the way that the, the way that the events and things are described in the story is a little, it feels a little more low key than the like kind of <laughs> crazy zany monster movie that they, that it seems to become. Yeah. Also, for some reason they changed the relationship of the main, cause there's a, the main teacher character mm-hmm. who's, you know, trying to look after this kid. Yeah. Uh, and obviously there's the kid, but and then there's the town sheriff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just I remember it very specifically because I, I liked the little line from the from the short story. But, you know, because something sort of terrible happens and she has to call the police, mm-hmm. and the police show up and it says on another day she would have found him handsome. You know, like today mm-hmm. she's too frazzled, but on another day she would have found like it's, it's a fun way to describe a character. Yeah. Um, In the movie, they're brother and sister. And I was like, okay, yeah, I was a little put off by that. I was like, wait, why? Like, it's not even like it's like that ruins it. Yeah. But it was just like it, they, it's very specific that they're not related at all mm-hmm. in the story. And it, and then I realized I was like, shit, that might also kind of change her character. Because right at the top in the short story, they mention how like Teach for America or some some sort of program that she mm-hmm. was involved in kind of like dumped her here in this rural kind of town. Mm-hmm. So she's an outsider yeah. coming in. and But now if she's the sheriff's sister, then it's like, oh, then you probably grew up here. Yeah. And it's probably your <laughs> hometown. So it feels, you know, it felt better as like an outsider trying to come in and help was yeah. kind of like a theme of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so this idea that it's like, okay, so she meets this kid who's like kind of weird and tweaky and, you know, mm-hmm. just off. If she's a newcomer, then it makes sense that she doesn't know who he is because mm-hmm. the other teachers in the story are like, oh, yeah, that kid, he's kind of a lost cause, you know, this and that. Yeah. But in this case, it's like, you, well, you probably know who this kid is, right? If he lives in the town that you grew up in, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little, it, it just sort of changes the trajectory of some of the, mm-hmm. some of the storylines that kind of undercuts it a little bit, makes it a little weird to me. Like, I kind of like the fact that she was sort of like, she was in over her head before she started getting in over her head yeah. with the crazy story. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she's like living in a cottage behind another house and she doesn't know anybody and this and that. So it kind of had this aura of loneliness to her yeah. that it was like, oh, I need to reach out and I need to help and I need to make a difference. And it's like, oh, that's the worst choice you could make right now. 
Um, so in this case now it's like, I wonder how they're going to kind of counteract the fact that like none of that'll be there. Yeah. I mean, it could be maybe her, maybe her brother got a job as a sheriff, you know, in a state that he moved to Mm. and she, you know, maybe not teach for America, but whatever happens and she winds up staying in the cottage behind his house, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then she knows one person, the sheriff yeah, and possibly his significant other mm-hmm. and or children yeah i have no clue how they're how any of the rest of that's yeah. playing out <laughs> but it was it was just a really cool little trailer that i was like oh man and because there was one posted to like our movies mm-hmm. and they had you know a bunch of you know obviously the matrix post was you know at the top of the page yeah. and the the James Bond news mm-hmm. is at the top of the page and Spider-Man being mm-hmm. gone from the MCU yeah. is at the top of the page. But this one had like 60 upvotes and like 20 comments on it and something like that. And it is clearly just going to get yeah, just swept buried. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was a more popular post on our horror because obviously they'll have mm-hmm. pretty much everything. I do love being subscribed to uh, our horror because there's always some interesting shit that you sometimes get out of there because like i mean like that story mm-hmm. you know i've found stuff like that before where it's like you know because it's just horror it's not like yeah. horror movies so it's like they'll talk about horror games and horror novels and horror movies and tv shows and every once in a while you'll find something cool like that like here's a little mm-hmm. short story that nobody's heard of before like oh fuck i'm gonna <laughs> check that out for anybody who who might be listening who's like yeah, it sounds like a pretty cool short story i'll post a link to it because yeah. it's good you guys have to wait yeah you have to wait I mean, you don't know you have to wait. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like a time vortex of types. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that kind of popped out at me lately. Those were those were the three big ones that I was kind of like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one funny little thing. So sort of a little bit on theme, but when you're talking about how like Matrix, you know, you couldn't reboot that or like remake mm-hmm. that uh, another one scream i don't think you could ever make a new scream like a first scream again no that that could never happen but there was some rumblings that blumhouse had like secured the rights to do scream or something like that whatever and it's like oh man and you know it's kind of a a conflicted sort of thing where it was like okay i mean i dug what you did with halloween yeah, you know it's like it's like I really did dig that, and if you're looking at the like reboot angle as opposed to a remake, yeah, then uh, they I mean they kind of already rebooted it yeah. with Scream Four. That was kind of the point was that it was making mm-hmm. fun of reboots and remakes. So it's like I don't even know where you would fucking go with it anymore. Yeah, unless you literally went ghosts like and and made it a parody, <laughs> you know, not even a parody, but made it like a satirical take on all those all the all the ghost house movies that have been yeah. coming out. But I was just, yeah, I was just like, I don't even know where they would go from there. Yeah. Um, it's not true. Oh, there is okay. no, there's no plans for it. There's no whatever. Uh, but the, the way that it was revealed that there was no plans for that or anything like that mm-hmm. is that one of the producers at Blumhouse, it wasn't, it wasn't Blum himself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Blum self. It was, <laughs> uh, it was one of the other like head guys over there. Yeah. Uh, he posted on Twitter, he posted a link to that news article, the like, you know, wh- wherever it was hosted, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, does Blumhouse have uh, the rights to do Scream again? And his tweet, like his tweet connected to it, mm-hmm. all it said was, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, no, we don't. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I really don't know where you would ever go with it 
especially yeah. after that. Maybe we can do an episode <laughs> pitching ideas for how one would uh, would reboot the Scream franchise. Easy, you don't. <laughs> End of story. Podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of podcast over, uh, I think this is going to be the end of this podcast for today. Yeah. So uh, signing off for uh, Popcorn for Dinner, this is Jeff. And Kelly. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye-bye. Bye-bye.